on this episode, Jason ruins my life with Taco Bell. Welcome to Ruin My Life, a podcast about forcing your friends to like the things you like. Or at least to try them. Or at least to experience them. But hopefully like them. Hopefully like them if you are in any way successful. I am Jason. And you you are? Oh, I'm Kelsey. Okay, thank you. Are you here? Are you here with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. We're your hosts. You, just, you, didn't, you didn't come in with your name right away. I was I'm sorry. I, you should say Jason, Jason Edwards. I was waiting for you to say Jason Edwards. <laughs> I said, oh, I said Jason. Should I say my full name? I don't name? know. I think Jason's just fine. I think they they know us by now, right? They know us by now. We're uh, we are on a first name basis, I think. Yeah. Okay. Could it be that you're maybe just a little bit um, uh, I don't know, you're a little bit fuzzy headed because you're a little bit overloaded with the thing you just experienced. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that is probably a true fact. A sensory overload in every way. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, only only good ways though. You guys, we drove in New York for this episode. Yeah, boy, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. We t- we got in a car. <laughs> I mean, it's more unusual for you than it is for me. No, because you have a car. I have a car. <laughs> I have to drive it at least once a week to move it to the other side of the street, basically, <laughs> and then back again. The wonders of having a car in New York. It's a wonder driving through New York. Yeah. People in New York City, at least in Brooklyn, have a different approach to driving. <laughs> driving is sort of a feeling process. Feeling in Brooklyn, it's not so much a you know regulated, uh, rules based. Yeah, process. no, the rules and the lines don't really they don't mean the same things they mean in other, other parts places. of the country. That's why I've driven here once and <laughs> it scared me. And I love driving. That's something Jason and I have in common. The first time you drive in New York, it's much more intimidating than it actually is. Yeah. Because if you've only ever seen it from like the pedestrian's view, it looks like it's impossible. Have you driven in Manhattan? Uh, I have. It is not pretty. I've driven in um, near Midtown Manhattan. Never through Times Square. Sarah drove through Times Square once. What? By accident. Oh, no. There was, uh, she was going up up to the, um, she was going to New Jersey, I think. I don't want to walk through Times Square, much less drive. Yeah, but she got, her route got diverted. She had to drive through Times Square. She was one of those people. You know when you're in Times Square? You know, you're listener, like, listener you're, you know when you're in Times Square. Because you're all in New York. Because you, you live in New York City and you work in Midtown, so you got to cross Times Square at least once a day. Yeah. And there's people... I have been in that ...rushing situation. to and fro, mobbing you. There's there's men and women in outrageous costumes, parading, unlicensed costumes, asking for money, getting really, really close, way too close. Please... Please get back. Please, please stay away. You smell really bad. And there's it's, there's tourists everywhere. People do, who just want nothing more than to stop right where you are, right in front of you. Yeah, let's just like if you are a tourist in New York City, some tips. <laughs> Tip number one. Tip number one: Do not walk more than two people side by side on a sidewalk, and really don't even walk two people side by side. Like one person slightly behind the other person. Tip number two: Don't stop. Ever. <laughs> Don't ever stop. Keep moving. If you're going to stop, be sure you are against a building. <laughs> if you're going to stop, go diagonally towards a building until you hit it, then stop. <laughs> I know this is a theme park for you, and you're visiting here with your 
family we sound like such to see the right sights. <laughs> but some of us have to live here. Some of us have to live here, and, and we it's need terrible. To get, we need to get where we're going, and, it, and you're in the way. Mm-hmm. Tip number three. Do you like stand-up comedy? Free stand-up comedy show. Tonight. <laughs> comedy Central, free stand-up comedy show. Free stand-up comedy show. You guys look like you like comedy. You like comedy? This is a little bit... um. A little bit insider, isn't it? <laughs> we might be alienating some of the audience. Like the rest of the country. Look, we're talking around the real issue here, which is that we ate Taco Bell. We did eat Taco Bell. Kelsey ate for the first time for the Taco first Bell. Time. For the first time ever. You want to tell me how that's possible, Kelsey? You want to explain to these people? I mean, you have to tell them what Taco Bell is first. You, okay, okay. I, I know probably everyone knows, Taco but Bell. to stick with the form of the podcast that we have set out, I think you should explain. Taco Bell is a quote unquote um actually you should probably add like three or four quotes around this word <laughs> mexican fast food restaurant add a few around the word restaurant as well while you're at it it's an establishment yeah that seems right it is a food production factory wherein deliciousness is made out of cheese and tortilla and beef and some beans and rice but the beef is mostly sand Oh, you didn't know about the sand. Did not know about the oh, sand. Oh, yeah, no. No, like four or five years ago, Taco Bell like, went through a whole legal thing because um, they were being challenged by whether or not their meat actually legally fit the definition of meat. Oh, God, I just put this in my body. No, no, it's cool. It wasn't, it wasn't like poison. It was just sand. Sand and horse meat. Yeah. You, well, ne- you never you ate know. a horse before? I did you have, never ate a horse I before. mean, I had meatballs at Ikea, so I don't know. Come at us, Ikea. I mean, it's not like they put a cute, cuddly animal in there. A horse and a cow are very similar. But horses are majestic. Cows are not majestic. Cows are awful, and cows also are doing a lot of damage to the environment. Yeah. You know, beef production does more damage to the ozone layer than... No, cow, that's not cow's fault. That's human's fault, because no, of the way we produce I, beef. I don't, I'm not putting the cows morally <laughs> to blame for it. I'm saying physically they are responsible for... They fart out that great, methane. Exactly. Well, I was, trying, I was trying to be delicate about it. But <laughs> you want to get all, all gastrointestinal about it, I guess we can do that, too. Speaking of things that give you terrible gas... Oh, yeah. How'd you like it? Um, well, Wait, have I explained what Taco Bell was fully yet? Uh, I am pretty gassy. But, I mean, I think we have to approach... you. you you're the one who is um, ruining my life this week. So we have to approach why Taco Bell means so much to you and why you were just aghast that I had never <laughs> experienced it. Still, I'm still a little bit aghast, honestly. So, um, when, when, how, why did you first encounter... Uh, when did you first go to... When was your first Taco Bell experience? Oh, it goes back so far, I can't remember a time when Taco Bell wasn't a part of my life. I had a very sort of semi-suburban, um, middle of North Carolina, semi-small town existence as a child, which meant uh, fast food at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And Taco Bell was always my favorite. Um, as, as far as like significant memories go with Taco Bell, it's most significant for my um, later adolescence, say high school. When me and uh, Sarah, you know Sarah. I know Sarah. A friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Uh, when we, me and her first started dating in high school, there was not really anywhere to go because we lived in a very small town. We lived in the country, so fake IDs weren't really a thing. Fake IDs are a thing in the country, but... So in my in my <laughs> mind, if you were a, say, a teenager growing up in New York City yeah. or any larger city or any... Go to any, bars. Any metropolitan... Yeah, any metro, metropolitan... Any, any metropolitan area, mm-hmm. you would have a fake ID, you'd yeah. sneak into bars, mm-hmm. you do that sort of thing. When you live in sort of the uh, the blasted wasteland of the of the of the 
middle deep south. The middle deep south. Okay. <laughs> there's really nothing but the mall. Yeah. The movie theater. Uh, your friends' field. And then. I mean, yeah, the friends' field. Like I grew up in in the biggest city in my state, but uh, partying in your friends' field still a thing. <laughs> very much a thing. No, we had those. Yeah. But some you know you, you sometimes you just need a nice quiet place to have a romantic moment and the nearest thing to high school where you can go between school and rehearsal for the school play is Taco Bell. You guys didn't have like restaurants? Taco Bell is a restaurant. <laughs> you just staged yourself that it is not. <laughs> that restaurant is highly suspect. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you want to spend only a certain amount of money and be free to leave whenever leave whenever you want to, which you might need to cuz you know Play rehearsal is in half an hour. You don't have any time. Okay. You don't go to Mi Pueblo. You go to Taco Bell. I'm assuming Mi Pueblo is a Mexican restaurant. So that that in the that, greater Winston-Salem so, area. So we we, I, we sort of um <laughs> did some inside work for New Yorkers. What I'm going for now is people who grew up in Clemens, North Carolina. <laughs> if we can get those two groups, I think we can build a really solid fan base. Look, <laughs> if I was to identify the actual taste characteristics that make me enjoy taco bell it is that i believe it is the purest expression of what fast food should be so salt salt yes <laughs> that's actually very good salt is the number one component of any fast food meal give me that sweet sweet knackle oh, dump that n-a-c-o wait what is salt n-a-c-l i just said that sweet sweet knackle <laughs> is that what that you said knackle yeah. i didn't know what you were talking about <laughs> dump that n-a-c-l right onto my tongue let me scoop it out with a spoon. Yep. Love it. It combines crunchiness with cheese. My favorite dish at Taco Bell is the chicken quesadilla, which is basically just cheese and crunchy bread and something that is flavored like chicken, but probably is not chicken. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that after having uh, that that chicken quesadilla. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I'm sort of moving, dancing around a little bit. I love Mexican food. Yes. And Taco Bell is not real Mexican food, obviously, but it, it, it sort of captures the same... The the very, 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 very basic components of what makes Mexican food delicious. Mm-hmm. There is rice. There is a thing that feels like beans. There's not rice. There was no rice. There's rice available. You just didn't have any rice. Okay. There's a lot to explore in the Taco Bell menu that you, we didn't get to today. Would yes. you prefer some rice? Uh, I mean, we're not going to get into this yet because <laughs> I have more things to, to, to ask you about your experiences at Taco Bell, but we'll, we'll go on my rant later. Look, clearly I have trouble... Coming up with just one reason about why I love Taco Bell. Is there anything you want to ask more specifically? But you were, you were saying that, it, like, I guess that a lot of your good adolescent memories have t- taken place in or around the Taco Bell. Is that what you're saying? Like, yes. you went as, on. As a child, it was a, there, there, as a child, know? it was a fun treat that was always a, a, a fun thing to have for dinner when it came home, when my dad brought it home from, from the restaurant. And as a teenager, it was a place where I hung out with my friends and then my girlfriend who is um, by now, I guess, my wife. That's not weird. <laughs> uh, what's, what's weird? It's not weird. Marrying, some, marrying someone you meet in high school? That's normal. That's a little weird. <laughs> in the world of um, John Cougar Mellencamp songs, it's perfectly normal. Okay, that's a world where... Uh... In the world of John Mellencamp songs and Mitch Albom novels, it's the most normal thing in the world. I don't know if that's a world I want to live in. You know, Tim Minchin met his wife when he was 17. Well, you Famed know. comedian and, and satirist and songsmith Tim Minchin. I, there are, you know, I'm not saying it's not doable. 
Um, I get the, the other question. Like, you do you eat Taco Bell on a regular basis here? Oh, no. No, no, no. So how long has it been since you've had Taco Bell before today? Um, when was the last road trip I went on? Because it means they always stop at Taco Bell on road trips. It is sort of the... Because um, it's so... It's it's fast food, so it's it's yeah. it's terribly unhealthy for you. Yeah. And so you just kind of kind of enjoy it as, a, as an occasional treat. Yeah. Unless you want to destroy your... Um, whole body yeah <laughs> i was like i was like is there a specific area <laughs> i was trying to narrow it down i went heart lungs flesh brain eyes the whole thing intestines intestines <laughs> you're just really focused on intestines tonight i'm really guessing okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's your fault yeah uh, it is my fault it's it your is, fault. It is directly my fault like in, the, in this instance um jason has actually physically ruined my life <laughs> at the current moment only for a short period of time only for a short period of time but so it has a lot of positive memories associated with me for it and it also is i love road trips so that's that's more good times me and sarah going on a road trip i love going on road trips with sarah and we stop halfway through when we're driving from new york city to north carolina we always stop at somehow the exact same taco bell yeah i have this when i used to drive from uh louisville to baltimore for college Mm -hmm. um that's like it's like a 10-hour trip and everyone's like oh it's just over and i was like you know, and just a little bit in West Virginia. I was like, no, it's it's like five hours in West Virginia. It's diagonal across West Virginia. Is West Virginia the same way? Because when you go into North Carolina from New York City, it is diagonal across Virginia, and you go through the whole the, state. The way you drive it from Louisville, it is it is the like longest possible time the longest you possible in West route Virginia. through that state ever. You hit Morgantown and Huntington <laughs> <laughs> and the, Charlestown. I think the three the three towns the three, that are in West Virginia. The three towns that are in West Virginia. And you always stop in either Morgantown or Huntington to get something to eat because there's like a four-hour stretch um, in West Virginia where there's like not even a gas station. Oh, God. (laughs) But what do you get? What do I get? Yeah, what do you get? On road trips? Yeah, if not Taco Bell. Um, Well, if you're leaving early in the morning, you always get Hardee's. Is that because you get the Hardee's breakfast? Yeah, Hardee's for breakfast. But not Hardee's like later in the day. No, no. You don't get McDonald's breakfast? You love McDonald's breakfast, Kelsey. I do love McDonald's breakfast. I used to get McDonald's breakfast with my dad on the way to school. But um, it wasn't like a special road trip meal. No. Whereas Hardee's was. Whereas Hardee's, there, there wasn't a Hardee's oh, so Hardee's. very close in Louisville. So Hardee's was like, there is a Hardee's in Middlesbrough. So we always got Hardee's. Jewel of the Eastern Seaboard. Seaboard? Jewel of the Eastern, um, <laughs> what do you call that part of the country? Eastern Kentucky. Jewel of the South. Jewel of Middleborough. Appalachia. <laughs> Jewel of the Appalachians. <laughs> Middleborough, Kentucky. Middlesbrough, Kentucky. Mid- Middlesbrough? Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Middles. Middlesbrough. Stop it. Meddlers. Um, it really bothers you when I change the name of Kentucky towns, doesn't it? Don't do it. Even a little bit. Don't do it. Louisville. No. <laughs> no. I mean, that was actually closer than how some people pronounce it, but. <laughs> how some people pronounce it? Louisville, like the name of your town. Uh, no, that's where we. That's where I live. That's my <laughs> town. Don't call it that. No. Yeah, that's that's a fun fact. Fun fact about Kelsey and Jason. They're from the same place. From the same place. If you say both wrong. You say both of them wrong. Yeah. Or just one of them wrong, actually. Yeah, you would just have to pronounce all the letters in mine, or not pronounce all the letters <laughs> in yours. <laughs> to be fair, the way you pronounce all the letters in your town is not. You don't include all the letters either. That is the correct way. Louisville. Louisville. You say all all the vowels like they're U's. Louisville. And you don't do anything with the S. The S is stupid. You drop that, throw that S right throw out. Throw that there. S right out. Get out of your S. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to think of like what my mom when I got on road trips. 
We get Subway sometimes. That's not fun. Subway was like when we wanted to get out and stretch our legs and like actually yes. get out of the car. Yes, there's no, yeah. Subway is the place you go when you want to pretend like you're eating like a normal person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which on the road is hard. Like I, yeah. I drive, I think a, a lot, you know, considering that it's not part of my profession to drive mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to eat well when you're driving. Yeah. It's also like we did a lot of, instead of like fast food, we'd go to like get gas and go to like the Circle K or like the Tiger Mart. And... <laughs> or when you just don't care. <laughs> and get like snacks. Because <laughs> then, cause then you like, because you're not fooling yourself into thinking you're eating healthy. You're just like, this is unhealthy, but that's what you do on a road trip. That's true. I'm excited to take a road trip with you guys though. So you, you, you see we have similar styles. Yeah, yeah. We also like snacks. I love we snacks. We usually go for, um, what's a good snack? Chex Mix is a good snack. Chex Mix is a good, good uh, snack. Gorp. Or you may know it as Gorap. I always forget what's in Gorp. It's in the name. Granola. Good, old, raisins, and peanuts. Oh, no, I don't like Gorp. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? Granola, oranges, radishes. I don't know. I was like, radishes, it's, it's something that they made me eat almonds, at camp. and peanut butter. That might be good. <laughs> Did you hear the things I just said? I don't like raisins, so. Why not? They're just old, nasty grapes. Just old, nasty grapes. <laughs> What's not um, to like about some old, nasty fruit? I don't mind raisins as much in things like Chex Mix and stuff because you know they're supposed to be there. I hate surprise raisins. I'm just going to need to you need to, to roll that back a little bit. Okay, no raisins in Chex Mix. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, so did you misspeak or? I misspoke. I'm sorry. I okay. meant like trail mix. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Do you, you feel better okay. now? <laughs> Do you feel better now? Might get walk around a little bit. <laughs> um, I hate surprise raisins. Like when there's raisins and things, and you don't realize there's raisins in them until you like cut it open or oh, bite the into worst. it. Stop it! <laughs> but you can't say I ever had Taco Bell on road trips, and I also think that Taco Bell would be really hard to eat in the car. I understand what you're getting at without saying it too directly. I think we all know what you're thinking about. Do we? <laughs> Oh, you mean like physically eat it? Like physically eat it? No, like oh. like like it would fall apart. A lot of them. Well, you gotta pick the right thing. Like the Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. Is built to be eaten in the car because there's no way for it to fall apart. It's a perfect circle. So I guess the thing still holds up for you. Uh, like yes. you yes, still eat Taco Bell on on a regular basis, not like weekly, but like enough that it hap- it occurs like at least once or twice a year. I should mention actually Taco Bell. There is one negative memory associated with Taco Bell that I have. And that's because Taco Bell plays a a key part in my my sort of scientific understanding of when my metabolism slowed. Oh. Because <laughs> when I was a teenager, my senior year of high school, I had a class that, that was in a separate building, like across town. And so I, I had a free lunch period where I would drive to this other building. Mm-hmm. And this was sort of the first time in my life when I could drive in the middle of the day during lunchtime. Yeah. And so the first week I was able to do it, I went I went nuts. And I had Taco Bell five days in a row. Mm-hmm. And I did that, um, I probably did Taco Bell at least once a week that entire year. And I'm not going to say I was like the sveltest, most fit person in, in the world. But? But I sort of continued that same diet into the next year when I went to college. Yeah. And boy, things came to a crashing halt. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a, there's a dark side. Everything is good in moderation. I don't know. I think Even my, moderation. I never had much of a metabolism, so. My metabolism slowed down, like, when I turned 14, so. <laughs> I mean, mine was never great. 
What? Mine was never great. Yeah. But there was a time when I could do what I just described, and it wouldn't have the effect it would have on me now. Ooh. You play sports? Uh, no. Because the only reason I got away with eating when I did in high school is because I played sports. Well, like, I was... And I, I exercised a whole shitload. Like, a lot. I was in school plays and musicals and stuff, which were not are not like sports, but didn't require, require a lot of physical yeah. exertion. Yeah. And I don't know if you had this experience, but just being in high school, to me, was a very physically draining experience. Yeah. Because you have to get up like 6 a.m. every day, which I know for normal people in the world is not that weird. But when you're a teenager, is actually pretty early. I was telling someone recently about like my routine in high school, and I have no idea how I maintained it. Like, yeah, I know. Because I got up at 5.30 in the morning, showered, had like a leisurely breakfast, you know, like watched the news or whatever. Um, walked to school or drove, depending on where I was living at the time. Um, like, and you always got to school early because the pre-class hours were so important for socializing purposes at my school. You're looking at me funny. Was that not a thing? How early are we talking? Um, let's see. School started at 8, 7.30. Just for socializing? Yeah. Wow. You must have really liked your friends. <laughs> I mean, I did. We also, like, the, the system... I didn't like my friends that much. The system that we, like, had... Because I went to private school. So, like, there was, like, a common... There was a commons and everyone would be there before class. And that's when you, like, talked to people and was like, what are you doing today? Um, private school. Private what school. was that like? Let's let's get into that. I love private school. <laughs> Save that for another episode. Yeah. When I go to private school. Go to, Jason goes to private school. <laughs> Future episode... <laughs> yeah, so you got and you got to school at like seven thirty. Class started at eight, um, and then school ended at three fifteen. And then you went directly to practice for either field hockey or lacrosse, depending on what season it was. If it was the winter, so it was field hockey in the fall, lacrosse in the spring. If it was the winter, I went to the to, to theater rehearsal. <laughs> um, what plays were you in? Go in high school. Yeah, name them all right now. Uh, Oliver. Um, the musical. The musical. Food, glorious food. Food, glorious food. I was not, I, I had a speaking part. I was not in the ensemble, so I didn't get to be in any of the ensemble numbers, but I got to die on stage, which was fun. I was in Oliver, and then I was in um, this show, You Can't Take It With You, which I recently revived on Broadway. Oh. Um, when I was in eighth grade, it was the high school play, but I was in it when I was in eighth grade. So, so you didn't go with the show to Broadway when it transferred? No. <laughs> from, from, from Louisville, Kentucky. No. I played... Mm. Um, Same. Yeah, it was good. But it was nice because I was like an eighth grader in the high school play and it was oh. the straight play. So there wasn't like um, an ensemble. <laughs> well, very impressive. Yeah, it was fun. Um, oh, I was also in Once Upon a Mattress. I was in the ensemble oh. in that one. In well, so that was sophomore year. Are, freshman you, year. are you planning a return to the stage anytime soon? No. Wow, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. It's I like, don't either. Am I, a, am I a man dreaming I was a butterfly, or am I a butterfly dreaming about Taco Bell? How did we get on this track anyway? Oh, metabolism, being a teenager, okay. Just talking about teen days. Talking about being a teen. Uh, my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. Um, teen life. I did not eat well. I did not. The only the only reason I was able to eat what I did and and look better than I do now, honestly, was because I exercised so much. Like, if I could look how I looked junior year, high school, oh, I thought I was so fat. But, like, looking back, I'm like, I look good. I just want to look fat again. 
Yeah, but then you would get carded at bars because you would look like a 16-year-old. Would you want to trade all those years of experience? No. And life lived? No. And the wisdom behind your eyes? No. Just to live inside <laughs> the mind and body of a teenager? We're supposed to be talking about Taco Bell, right? <laughs> this might be the most tangency listen, episode. Listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay something on you real quick. You ready oh, God. For this? Taco ready. Bell? It's a metaphor. For life? For youth. For Oh, you want to extend that metaphor? Oh, no. No, I don't. I don't. I thought I had something there, but I don't have it at all. Okay. <laughs> Taco Bell Taco Bell is whatever you want it to be. Live no, more. No, you're not buying that. <laughs> no. Live more? Live, live, live mas. mas. <laughs> but you, let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. You've been, you've been living Manos. Manos. You've been living, living Manos for we, these We don't many, speak Spanish. Uh, no, we don't. But I'm just going to assume that's what less is in Spanish. You've been living... You've been living Manos for low these many years. Living way less. You want to tell me how that happened? You want to explain that to me? I mean, I was. I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of Mexican food. Not that Taco Bell can be counted as Mexican food. <laughs> but you don't like Mexican food in general? Like actual? Well, I mean, it's definitely not the first thing I, I seek out. It's not. What is? Probably like Italian. Like pizza? Like pizza. Or a nice eggplant parmesan sub? Yeah, that sounds real good. Or lasagna? Any of these. Any of these things, Bre- bread based. You know, I like I like bread. Mexican food tends to not be uh, bread based. What What is a cannoli but a sweet burrito? What is a lasagna but a yeah Mexican Mexican pizza? <laughs> what is a pizza but a quesadilla with the top removed? Okay, if you say so. One One world. One One love. That's anyway, all I'm let's get together how, and feel all right. It wasn't like we didn't have Taco Bell. In fact, Louisville is the corporate home of Taco Bell. Um, and so yet you never we're showed... We're drowning in yum brands there. You never showed the hometown pride enough. Well, okay, so the one the one Taco, Taco Bell, Bell that, I, that would pass on a regular basis was a combination KFC Taco Bell. And here's the thing. I like fried chicken a whole lot. And the prospect of not Mexican food versus... Not real fried chicken. I'm going to choose the fried chicken because I love fried chicken. You know what? I think it is fair to say that KFC is closer to authentic fried chicken than Taco Bell is to authentic Mexican food. Yes, that is true. By a wide margin. By a wide margin. By a very wide margin. I mean, I think it is chicken. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's chicken. But yeah, no, I, I I like KFC a lot. I liked... I grew up one of the things i was got when i was little was the chicken littles which were like little chicken patties little mayonnaise little sliders loved those and then i liked popcorn chicken a lot when they came out with that well popcorn chicken's great popcorn chicken's great it's chicken it's popcorn size (laughs) (laughs) take it to the movies yeah um pop that in your mouth so i really liked that and i think that was why i never had taco bell because there was always the prospect of fried chicken and why wouldn't i have fried chicken did you never once, though, cast a single glance towards the Taco Bell side of the menu and think, what if? Nope. Well, I guess that's a pretty good answer, actually. Yeah, so I think <laughs> that was why I never really had it. It just never really appealed to me in that particular way. And I think because, like, I was talking to my mom today, and she was like, oh, I love Taco Bell. And I was like, then why have I never been there? Because there was always the KFC option, and I just always got KFC. And you just you never noticed that your mother was eating Taco Bell. I also don't know if she ever ate Taco Bell with me. Like I think they had one at the hospital and that's probably why. 
That seems like a bad place to have a Taco Bell. I know that there was a McDonald's at the children's hospital because I used to go oh, there. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. No. Well, I... Cause Doctors well, eat really badly. Doctors who work in hospitals eat very badly. They're not healthy people. Is it because they're just aware of how close death is at any moment? So Maybe. You might, as well, you might as well live moss? Might as well live moss. Wow, that's dark. It's real dark. I always no, thought I mean, like, I, I know a lot of doctors and... No doctor who works in a hospital, like that you take you take your food where you can get it, and usually that is a fast food restaurant of some kind. Well, they don't work like overseas or in a war zone. It's not like there's no food for miles around. They work in usually the city they live in, so yeah. it's not like. But you, like when you're on shift, like there there's a, there was a McDonald's in the hospital. That's ridiculous. Did McDonald's own the hospital? They probably gave them a lot of money. And it was a children's hospital? Yeah. I guess kids love, love, love McDonald's. You get toys. Yeah, I mean, I, I love getting toys. I mean, we both love McDonald's. Not now, but... Who? Us, right? You and me? Yeah. As a kid, I guess. I like the toys. Yeah, as a kid. I'd much rather have Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> or KFC. Or Burger King. I would rather have KFC. Like, as far as... If I'm going to pick a fat, like a traditional fast food restaurant, I'm going to pick KFC. McDonald's is the, the least foodie of any of the fast foods. Oh, Bojangles. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Bojangles. Yeah, you were living Manos and you didn't even realize it. I didn't it. even realize it. Did you never, like there was never, was there never a time after dinner when you thought, I could go, I could, I'm really hungry right now, but it's all three meals have passed and and no caring friend was there to say, but lo, Kelsey. There's a fourth meal. I tell you, I say unto you, there is a fourth meal. Here's the thing. <laughs> Taco Bell just did this clever marketing thing where they're like, it's called fourth meal and we're the ones who do it. Here's the secret. Everyone does it. You can have anything you want for fourth meal. It doesn't have to be Taco <laughs> Bell. Because if I'm getting food from a fast food restaurant late at night i'm going to wendy's i'm getting fries i'm getting a frosty I'm dipping that shit in there <laughs> <laughs> right them bad boys right in that chocolatey stuff right or vanilla if you're a monster why would you be a monster <laughs> some people are just born bad it's terrible i know it is awful but <laughs> do they even have vanilla vanilla, they have vanilla frosties anymore they had them for a time i think it only get chocolate frosties i, I thought they to, only came in chocolate i used to make fun of morgan friend of the podcast Stuart, because mm-hmm. he always asked, asked for a chocolate frosty at yeah. wendy's and i was and i would say what are you an idiot there's only chocolate frosties that's the default flavor <laughs> and then they came up with vanilla frosties and boy was my face red the, the or should i, I say white because i was eating them things like it was water i want a frosty i wonder if i wonder if what i just said could be misconstrued in some other way <laughs> Do you think there was anything suggestive about what I just said? I don't. was just thinking about Frosties, so I don't know. <laughs> about your wait, white face or yeah, white yeah. all up on your face. No, let's not revisit it. Let's not. Let's leave it where it is. Yeah. Maybe no one else noticed. <laughs> but when you're drunk, don't you want something cheesy? No, when I'm drunk, I want fries and a Frosty. Interesting. Actually, when I'm drunk, I want pizza usually. Cheesy. Cheesy. And, and as I've made, I think, pretty clear through a very strong argument, or pizza chocolate. is just an unfinished quesadilla. Wrong. Right. Wrong. Right. There's sauce on a quesadilla. Hot sauce! No. No. Yes. I'm not going to win this argument. <laughs> no, I can't live like this, Kelsey. <laughs> um, 
I can't deal with this. It's tearing us apart. I don't. Cause when okay when I see I can see Taco Bell craving Taco Bell sort of because I crave Chipotle when I have a hangover. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Now it really comes out. Your pro Chipotle anti Taco Bell bias. I'm not. I don't think the two things are the same. Yeah, one costs half as much and won't give you the norovirus. Like I said, I've, it's the, I've eaten Chipotle plenty of times and not gotten the norovirus. I've never eaten Chipotle and gotten the norovirus. You're like those people who say, oh, well, you know, my grandparents smoked and they lived to be 91. So cancer isn't real. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just like, no, because I can see like that's probably when I would crave it if it was a thing that I had inundated myself to growing up. Because the reason I craved Chipotle is because we had Cadoba, which is basically the same thing. Ugh, Cadoba. But like it's the same style restaurant or like Moe's. Cadoba is like a poor man's Moe's, which is like a good and just man's Chipotle. So we had Cadoba and then Moe's, but the only Moe's was really far away from my house. And then they opened a Chipotle. Down the street from the Cadoba. So when given the choice between those two. Don't you think that's a little bit basic? I mean, I am a 27-year-old white woman. I'm allowed to be a little basic, right? <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's unfair of me to judge anyone for being basic. I love pumpkin spice. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love Chipotle. And I don't. Yeah. Neither I know. I think. I think it's just like I wasn't. I like. I'm. You know, like when you miss the window for liking a thing. Yeah. I think I just missed the window for Taco Bell. I guess I did develop my love for Taco Bell when my taste buds were, shall we say, a tad less developed. I.e., when I was six. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I ate the Taco Bell today. Yeah. So today, uh, we took Kelsey out to East New York. That's really far out in Brooklyn. In case you were wondering. Me and uh, you, me and Stephanie, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast, co-host a future episode. Yes, definitely. Ding. Let's read. Is we we went out to East New York, went yeah. to a Taco Bell, mm-hmm. basically the nearest Taco uh, Bell to us. After a harrowing drive. After a well, it, that was actually pretty. That was pretty mild. That was actually. medium harrowing. That was, for, med- that was medium. actually yeah, that was mild harrowing. Yeah, I mean, any driving New York is for a, a little for bit a harrowing. New York City drive, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't bad. We went out there. I, I I made a selection of. Products for Kelsey to sample, yes. perhaps not the best selection as I see now. Maybe rice would have been a better choice, based on your reaction to the rice I mentioned earlier. Uh, what I picked out were the chalupa, the chicken quesadilla, my personal favorite, a just basic, plain old taco, mm-hmm. and the Crunchwrap Supreme. The Crunchwrap Supreme, which while not my favorite item there, is maybe the most pure expression of the Taco Bell ethos, wherein they have taken a selection of vaguely Tex-Mex ingredients, throw them into a pile, and wrap them up in a way where you can eat it most easily while driving with one hand. And I appreciate the engineering that it took to make that. In a, in a sense, Taco Bell is more is better appreciated as a uh, sort of like an engineering playground than an actual <laughs> place to eat food. Because <laughs> they have basically four ingredients, and you can just feel them every few months just sitting in a room together thinking, what can we do with meat? cheese and tortilla mm-hmm. and every every you know couple months they come up with some new version of 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 their their product mm-hmm. that has somehow taken the lessons of the past and built upon them we just put another tortilla with cheese on it around the taco or something like that yeah, literally they're literally <laughs> building upon their old work they're remixing it 
Well, so I, I had those four items. <laughs> and Baja Blast, of course, of course. Yes, and the Baja Blast, the Mountain Dew Baja Blast. As I was going to order, Kelsey turned to me and said, can you give me a Dr. Pepper? And I, what did I say? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I know what you're drinking. <laughs> because Taco Bell is the only place you can get Baja Blast. Except for like once a year when they release it in stores, but that's that doesn't count. So I had those those four items in the Baja Blast. Uh, Baja Blast was honestly the biggest surprise of of, of taste combinations because it's better than regular Mountain Dew. Yeah, Baja Blast is the rare like different flavor that is better than the original flavor it's it's based on. Yeah, it's it's much more it's a more mild flavor. Yeah, and quite quite tasty if I do say so myself. Even though it is like like basically every Mountain Dew, including original and all the other flavor variants, you can sort of tell. Well, okay. With the other Mountain Dew flavors, you can sometimes guess what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Code Red, probably supposed to be cherry. Right. Um, Live Wire, orange of some sort. Pitch Black is, I guess, grape? I'm learning a lot about Jason, about the fact that he knows all the Mountain Dew flavors, but really I shouldn't be surprised. Original <laughs> is question mark? Lime? Like it's green, right? It's Yellow. Like, it's like lemon lime, but in an aggressive, unfriendly way, unlike Sprite or Seven Up. Yeah. But then Baja Blast is, moo. It's blue. See, this is the thing. Blue it's doesn't blue. happen very often in nature. No, and it's not because even well, even blueberries are purple. They're sometimes bluish, but they're yeah. mostly purple, and yeah. like the company, the corporate places have tried to make blue a flavor. Like blue raspberry? Raspberries aren't blue, guys. Well, blue raspberry is the greatest artificial flavor of our generation. I agree. And if I wish Baja Blast was blue raspberry, just so I could tell you what it is with any sort of certainty. But it's actually, it's it's subtler than that. It's yeah. different. It's a mystery. It's, it's It was surprisingly good. It, moving on. It, it, it exists nowhere else in... No, we're not moving on. It exists nowhere else in nature. It's perhaps the... Perfect demonstration of man's triumph over God. <laughs> Creating a Baja new- Blast, the perfect demonstration of man triumphs over God. Put that Jason on a- Edwards. Put that shit on a billboard. Uh, Yum brands. And what, Pepsi. What were, we saying? what were we saying? Oh, yeah, Pepsi. <laughs> who wants Mountain Dew Pepsi? Pepsi. Pe- Mountain Dew Pepsi, yeah. Yeah, put that shit on a billboard, Pepsi. Yeah. Although, is Baja Blast owned by Yum Brands? Because you can only get it at Taco Bell? I don't know. It's, it's probably like what Sony and Marvel have right now with Spider-Man. Yeah. Where Sony still owns the rights, but they let Marvel use Spider-Man in the new movies. Hey, Kelsey? Yeah. Okay, you still here. here? Okay, cool. I was trying not to just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying not to fall asleep. So, Baja Blast, the perfect symbol of man's triumph over God, apparently. Which um, is, of course, delicious. It was delicious. I liked it. Like every time man has defied the divine, it is a fantastic result. It was and very easy on the taste buds. Um, I started with the uh, quesadilla, which fairly standard as far as like engineering goes. Yeah, basically just a, 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 a floppier version of a normal quesadilla. And like the cheese was not cheese. It's cheese. Like, there was some cheese cheese, like shredded cheese clearly melted, but there was also some orange goop in there that I would not call cheese. That's the quesadilla sauce. There's not sauce on quesadillas. Hot sauce. (laughs) Hot sauce. You don't put sauce on a quesadilla. But You dip a quesadilla in salsa if you want. Sound that word out. Salsa? (laughs) 
Salsa. It's right in the word. Salsa. But yes, um, I was not a I did was not totally sold on the hot sauce. Um, it was okay. Wouldn't have it again. Well, I hit you with some fire sauce. I did not like the fire sauce. There's actually three levels. Well, three um three canonical levels of Taco Bell hot sauce. Mild, hot, and fire. I went straight to fire because I think it's the best one. It tastes like mildly hot barbecue sauce. I maybe should have started you with mild, actually. Mild is the second best. Hot is actually not very good. Because they're all the same level of spicy. There's no, like, very, really spicy thing to talk about. Because it's made for Americans. It's yeah. Made, it's made for white people. And <laughs> white people don't like spices because we're weak. Um, then we moved on to the chalupa. Right? Yes. I ate the whole chalupa. I split the quesadilla with Jason. <laughs> I ate the whole chalupa because he got two. So I figured I was supposed to eat the whole thing. Anytime we describe eating on this podcast, you can basically assume me and Kelsey split it. That's pretty true. Me and Sarah and Jason's relationship works really well because <laughs> I cannot finish a whole meal and then one of them just won't order anything. <laughs> exactly. It's a perfect system. It's a perfect system. Perfect, perfect system. So a chalupa, as I understand it, <laughs> is basically a taco, but with a different kind of shell? With like an air puffed, crunchy shell. Yeah. It is unique in the world of not only fast food tacos, but also real world tacos too, in that it's a hard shell, but when you bite it, it doesn't immediately crumble in your hands. It was kind of cool that way. I did enjoy the chalupa for the most part. It's not how I would craft my particular taco. <laughs> how would you craft your taco, Kelsey? Well, first of all. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm of the firm belief that fast food, in general, should not go about trying to make itself look healthy. Because <laughs> it's not. And I'm also of the firm belief that iceberg lettuce is a stupid thing. <laughs> um, so don't put lettuce on a taco. Don't put lettuce in a burrito. It's just, it, the texture is not good. It tastes like nothing. It makes everything soggy. Why would you do it? Why? Don't Why? present a false front of... Oh, healthiness. Exactly. Is, I think, what you're saying. Yeah, you're just putting it in there for some color. Don't The, the whole thing is supposed to be brown. Just let go with it. <laughs> well, go. <laughs> I was actually maybe, all, maybe some guacamole. I was actually on board with you until you, you pointed that out at the end. <laughs> it's remove, all brown. If you remove the, brownish orange. the needless it's kind of a burnt tomatoes and lettuce from Taco Bell's products, it, w- it would just be a pile of brown. Orangey brown, yeah. Which is appropriate for what it tastes like and mm. what what's in it, but it's just not easy on the eyes. Yeah, but... That's what it is. It's a pile of orangey brown stuff, and I'm okay with that. That's although that is the reason I get guacamole on my burrito. <laughs> Usually, not, not for the flavor, just for the color. No, I like the flavor too. Whereas, okay. like, it adds color and it adds flavor. Lettuce, lettuce does not add any flavor. Lettuce is stupid. Stop putting it on fast food. Is that the final word on lettuce and fast food? That's my final word. <laughs> but basically, I think the chalupa really would have been good if it had been like rice, beef, cheese. That was my other issue is that they put, it went beef, lettuce, sour cream, cheese, tomatoes. And you said, and I believe I have the quote right here. You said, um, I just want the cheese and meat to touch. Yes, that is what I wanted. I want those flavors to mix together. The cheese and meat need to be touching. That's why the chicken quesadilla is so perfect. Because the cheese and the meat touch? 
Yes. But they could just make that happen in the Chalupa, amongst other things. I assume that the flavor scientists at Yum have a reason for why they don't put the cheese and meat right on top of each other. Kelsey? I'm sure there is. But yeah, and I felt the same way about the Crunchwrap Supreme. That I would have actually really enjoyed it if they hadn't had vegetables in it. Because... They just they don't tomatoes and lettuce don't add anything to the tomatoes at least have add like a like a like a cool like a like a cooler softer texture. Yeah, but so, lettuce is stupid. Is there any any is there any point at which you enjoy lettuce? I like lettuce in Caesar salads. That's romaine lettuce, not iceberg lettuce. <laughs> do you like any other salads besides Caesar? Um, like I like other salads, but most of them do not have a lettuce base. They have a other types of greens based. And I like other types of greens. I like arugula. I like spinach. Kale. Kale. I just don't like lettuce. It's watery and it doesn't taste like anything. That's fair. Yeah. I want to fight you on this, but I really can't argue with that. <laughs> like, at least celery has like somewhat of a texture. <laughs> what about when you when you say make a sandwich at home or in like a nice sandwich place mm-hmm. and lettuce is... Spinach. It's iceberg lettuce, but it's got a crunch to it. Spinach. Never. Spinach, spinach has no crunch. What if you want a crunch on your sandwich? Then I put, put some something on crunchy there? on my sandwich. Put some fucking bacon on my sandwich. Well, okay. That's crunchy. <laughs> now we're moving into a whole to- different world. Toast that bread, man. That's fair. Lettuce does not add anything. I'm anti-lettuce. <laughs> wow, is, is lettuce, um, wow, is lettuce pointless? Jeez. Oh, <sighs> I mean, I'm sure rabbits like it. Are we rabbits? I don't know. No. Um, we're not rabbits. We are men. I mean, in like the general, like, mankind, mankind humanity. Yeah, I got yeah, that. Not like. We are M-Y-N. Um, but yeah, so I felt like both of, I would have liked those things, both of those things a lot more had the lettuce not been so detrimental. I also <laughs> am not the biggest fan of sour cream. I think cheese does the same jo- same job as sour cream. I, it's kind of double dip in there that is on me for for including the sour cream in the in those items would you normally not do that the the sour cream is usually optional in most taco bell items i i apologize i should have no it's fine because i got to experience it how jason would experience it well i also would have gotten a soft taco with the chalupa instead of the hard taco that we got yeah i mean i think i don't know if i've ever actually eaten a hard taco Wow. Okay. I, I think I may have um that may have been a bad way to introduce you to the whole concept. They're not as good as soft tacos. No. Though. So I no. guess I know you. you got but also, like experience. Sarah and I on Thursday had really good soft tacos from that place. Oh, I don't like that place. Because I I judge any Mexican place based on the quality of their quesadilla. Mm, that's true. You should. And which is which makes that that's maybe because my idea of what a quesadilla should be comes from Taco Bell. I know it's not it's not right. I'm not saying it's it's good or right. I'm just, that's who I am. That's my truth. So I like a quesadilla that is, that is somewhat firm mm-hmm. and has a nice crunch to it, and mm-hmm. is by the way, uh, somewhat circular. I got a quesadilla from a, from a different place uh, two weeks ago during the Emmys. Mm-hmm. It was just a flat square burrito. It, was, it, was, it wasn't grilled or anything. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> um, well, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got us off track a little bit there. Thinking about I that. I mean, I went on a lettuce idea. rant. It's fine. No, the lettuce rant is is, is pertinent. Um, that that's a, that's the best chance we have of going viral. <laughs> My lettuce rant. Yeah. yeah, lettuce is stupid. This girl put lettuce on blast, and it's amazing. <laughs> put lettuce on blast. That's in the summary for what, the day. What this what this <laughs> woman says about lettuce is everything. 
what she says about lettuce will, will shock you. <laughs> get at get at us, upworthy. I mean that's that's the that's the summary for uh, uh, this episode. Jason calls Baja Blast man's triumph over God, and Kelsey goes on a lettuce rant. <laughs> Should we have like? Oh, oh, oh! The door's open. Oh, the, the door's open. Who's there? You're fine. Don't make that face, Sarah. You look beautiful. <laughs> Are you guys recording? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost done, though. We're almost done. We're... Taco Bell. Uh, Do you want to jump on the mic for a celeb shot? <laughs> um, those. Well, I mean, those are my thoughts. That I, I enjoyed it. I think I did miss the the boat on when I was supposed to try it for the first time. Um, and that fast food should not have lettuce in it. You put forth some strong arguments about mm-hmm. Taco Bell. <laughs> um, safe to say, I have destroyed them thoroughly and without mercy. Except for my lettuce thing. That's true. If you were going to recommend to me or to the listeners any sort of any sort of food at all, like really, like let's let's broaden it out. Any food at all that you can draw any sort of line to from Taco Bell, snack, meal, drink. Well, I feel like the sort of analogous thing for me and Stephanie was Mr. Gaddy's, which is not okay. So that, that's a pretty specific recommendation, if I recall that. That's mostly Central Kentucky. No, they some sort of thing. Stephanie had it in Texas too. Mr. Gaddy's. Mr. Gaddy's. So what is Mr. Gaddy's? So Mr. Gaddy's is a uh, pizza buffet, um, and then when like it's kind of like um, they had Gaddy Land later, which was kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, and that like it had pizza and games and shit. And there was a really big one by my dad's house, and we would go there like once a week, and you get pizza and you get pudding and play games, and there were bumper cars. So it's Cece's. Kind of, but yeah. With, but with bumper cars. And the pizza was better. Uh, yeah, I guess because we were talking about that on the way over and Stephanie and I were both like really excited about Mr. Gaddy's because it was fun. And you go there like with your sports team. and. But know. then they sold out and became Mondo Gaddy's. Or Mondo Gaddy <laughs> It was a Mondo Gaddy land. I called it a Mondo Gaddy land. I don't know where that word came from, but. <laughs> it was... Oh, was that not in the title? Did you just no, that I word? just said like I said that to describe the size of the Gaddy land. That's amazing. The nineties are back. Okay, is, is this like a this is like some weird post-apocalyptic teen novel where nineties slang has been reappropriated into everyday language? It's like civilization ended and all we had to rebuild it with was tapes from old Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> and with That'd those, be amazing. And with those words, I've launched my new best-selling young adult series. <laughs> well, every every book in the series would have to be a play on an, an old Nickelodeon show. Yeah, definitely. So um, was, let, let, let's chew on this one for a while. Huh. Uh, Pun not intended. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there'd be like a whole religion in this world built around the aggro crag. Because totally. they, they think it's a real thing. Totally. Wait, wouldn't and, it just be like the Hunger Games but guts? <laughs> well, no, because they, they think that all these old Nickelodeon orange VHS, VHS tapes they found are the keys to like... They think they're actual historical documents. So well, orange would be like a holy color, right? And they, and they think that like Land of the Lost and Salute Your Shorts happened at the same Legends time. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, they think that, that, that dude is real. Oh. People wear like um, necklaces have... with that guy's face. What was that guy? The... Olmec. I mean, Olmecs were the actual. <laughs> you were right there with that, weren't you? I loved Legends of the Hidden Temple. It was on at five in the morning when I was awake oh, before school. Yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, Are you saying Olmec is real? Olmec, Olmecs are a, a Ol- people. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm pretty sure. I feel really bad about this old Nickelodeon show now. Yeah. I don't think I'm making that up. <laughs> we should probably hold off on this before we spoil the whole IP. I want to read this book now, though. Or this, I know, this right? This book series. Or perhaps this TV show. I don't know. You know what, listeners? Uh-huh. If you want to write this series, you can. You got to pay us. We are the owners of this IP. Yeah. And only we can license these, these books. It would sell real well amongst the nostalgia we're like james patterson we don't have to write all the books with our names on them but we got it we got to get paid so final thoughts taco bell did it ironically ruin your life or non-ironically ruin your life uh i mean right now with how my stomach is feeling i'm gonna go with unironically ouch <laughs> but fair Special thanks to Danny Abowd of the Weeping Willards for use of their song, Outside in the Rain, from their self-titled album. Get it now. WeepingWillards.com. Um, and special thanks to Carly Sussman, who designed our logo. For Ruin My Life, <laughs> I've been Jason Edwards. I've been Kelsey Goldman. Uh, see ya. See ya. Bye. That's Sarah. Bye. <laughs> they wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up. Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me only I can mention me. Only I can mention me. Yeah. But we have to cut this part out so that Max Fun doesn't steal our idea for the second time in a row. Yeah, they, we got to do that. Thanks, Dead Pilot Society. I'm sure you're really good. Ooh. <laughs> Bastards. No, we love Max Fun. I'm definitely going to cut this part out. Don't worry. We love Max Fun. Anything you want to say about Max Fun? Fun does Max Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Please. We're right here for the taking.